With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money Program's online radio show. I'm your host, Sara Kurth, Community Relations Coordinator at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of Denver, Arapahoe, and Adams Counties. On this show, I'd like to welcome Ms. Rachel Dudley, who is the Marketing Coordinator at Denver Community. We'll be discussing some tips to keep your personal information safe online and offline. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Sara. How are you? Doing well, thanks. How are you? Good. So it's um, it seems like every day there's a new security and data breach. What can people do to protect their debit and credit card data as well as their finances in general? Well, you're definitely right about there seeming to be a new breach every day, and that's basically because there is. Um, card data breaches are becoming more and more common, and there are definitely some things that you can do to protect yourself from credit or debit card fraud in the event that your card is part of a breach. Um, one of the things that you could do is try using a credit card when you can, and the reason for that is because a credit card isn't directly tied to your checking account, so that protects your hard-earned funds in the event of a fraud or a, a breach. Um, it's also easier to dispute fraudulent charges on a credit card than on your bank account. Um, in the event that you can't use a credit card and you're using your debit card, try running your debit card as signature, pinless, or as credit, so mm-hmm. don't put your PIN in. And the reason for that is because when you swipe your card and you enter in your PIN number, that's being logged. And if your card's part of a breach, that PIN number is also being breached. Mm-hmm. And that just gives hackers an opportunity to basically recreate your debit card and take your money. Okay. Um, and then I know everyone likes to shop online. I know I do. Um, so if you're shopping online, make sure that the e-commerce site that you're using is secure. So before you enter any credit card number or any personal data for that matter, make sure that the website that you're using is secure. There's a couple ways to tell if your website is secure or not. Um, the first and easiest way really is to look at the address bar and you'll see HTTPS colon slash slash. If there's an S in the HTTP, um, that means that it's secure and it's encrypted. Um, if the address starts with HTTP colon slash slash and there's no S, that means it's not secure. And then depending on the browser, there will also be a lock icon that will appear next to the web address and that will also let you know that the website is secure. Um, And also depending on the website, there will be some other security certificates that will be noted probably further down along the page. Good to know the next time I do some online shopping. That's very helpful. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and importantly, the best thing that you can do to help prevent you know, fraud or if there is fraud on your account, but to keep it at a minimum, really look at your finances on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you're looking at your account on your online banking account or use a mobile app um, just to keep an eye on things and make sure that everything that comes through um, looks correct. 
One thing that thieves will often do, they'll run a small charge on your account, and it's kind of a test to see if you're paying attention to your account. So mm -hmm. if they'll run a small charge through and you don't notice it, that kind of gives them permission to go and make larger purchases on your using your account. So really check your account and also check your statements because you might miss something and then you'll be able to see it on your statement and then go back and you know fight that fraudulent charge. Great advice. So a lot of people access their financial accounts from their mm -hmm. phones. What would you recommend that people do to keep sensitive information on their phones secure? Well, this one's actually really easy. Um, since a lot of people have smartphones nowadays, um, most smartphones allow you to put a password on your phone before mm -hmm. you can access anything. That is the number one tip for keeping your financial data or even just personal information safe and secure on your mobile device. Use a password. Um, you would be surprised as to how much personal information you keep on a mobile device. Um, I mean, you have email receipts, you might have payment records, Mm -hmm. You have your online banking apps on there, and that's, those are things that you really, really want to keep protected. Um, and it will also just, I mean, if you lose your phone, too, I know I've lost my phone a couple times, it, it helps the person finding your phone from getting into your information. Yeah, that makes sense. So what precautions would you recommend regarding passwords and device security in general? Well, for device security in general, um, make sure that your device has adequate security software. And so regardless of whether it's a computer, or a tablet, or a mobile phone, make sure that it has some type of antivirus software, anti-spyware software, or even a firewall to protect your information from outside intrusions. And make sure to keep your software up to date. Um, hackers are becoming more and more um, sophisticated in the way that they hack for information. And the security companies stay on top of those methods, and they provide you with those updates to keep your information secure from these different processes that these may utilize in order to gather your information. And as far as passwords go, just make sure you're using strong passwords. And a strong password is considered um, something that's alphanumeric and at least eight characters or more. And when you can, you should use a special character like a pound sign or an exclamation mark. Um, you'll also want to stay away from obvious passwords, um, and those are like your password 111. Um, and I believe we are going to provide everyone with a link to some very common passwords that you should stay away from in the description box. Um, but either way, these passwords are really, really loved by hackers. It's, these are passwords that you could probably guess for anyone. Mm -hmm. um, just stay away from them. And then also don't use the same password for everything that you have to have a login for. That's essentially giving somebody who has access to your password free reign on all of your information. And then um, once you've created a strong password, you know, you've gone through the the work to create a really great password for yourself, keep it safe. Um, if you use multiple passwords for different things, don't write them down on a sticky note and place it next to your computer. Um, I know the urge is there, but fight it. And right. if you have trouble remembering your passwords, try using a password manager. There's a lot of um, different password managers that you can find online, and it will just keep all your passwords in one place, so all you really have to remember is just one password. That's great advice. 
So what about social media? Is there any information that people should avoid sharing through their accounts that might compromise mm -hmm. their security? Absolutely. Um, of course, don't share your financial information online. Don't post any of your financial information on Facebook. Just, just stay away from it. And I think it's really hard for some people to not overshare mm -hmm. information, and that's really where people get in trouble. I think a lot of people don't really realize how vulnerable they're making themselves by oversharing information on social networks like Facebook and Twitter. Um, you also really want to be wary of strangers, so people who you don't know that all of a sudden try to friend you or start following you on a social media, they might be trying to kind of profile you to see if you could be a potential victim, really. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also recommended that you avoid listing publicly, um, you know, vulnerable uh, information that people could use. So even including your birthday, your hometown, home address, you know, when you graduated, anything like that, that's stuff that people can use to steal your information. Yeah, that's great advice. Do you have any final tips for our listeners to keep their personal information secure? Absolutely. There's a whole bunch of different ways that you can really keep your information safe. Um, I think you know, we've really touched on the electronic ways of keeping your information safe, but there's also some physical ways to keep your information safe. Um, it's really highly recommended that you shred any sensitive documents that you may have lying around the house that you don't necessarily need to keep. Um, if somebody were to break into your house, those are the things that they're going to go after. And if they have your social security number or even a medical record for that instance, um, it really provides them one more piece that they need to steal your information and possibly your identity. And then if you can't shred those documents, try blacking out you know, account numbers or the last four digits of, um, of a medical record. And that will also help you avoid identity theft. Another great alternative also is avoid using physical financial statements. Every financial institution has to send um, customers or members, if you're part of a credit union, a monthly financial statement. That's a lot of sensitive information, try to switch to an electronic form. So it's also known as an e-statement. And you can access these e-statements within your online banking account, which is a secured account. Um, there's a lot of instances in which people have had their mail stolen and there was a financial account and people got account numbers that way. So just look for different electronic alternatives. They're often a lot of times safer because you do have that password protection. And there's also some other security uh, protocols running in the background for you. Great. Thank you so much for all the wonderful information and valuable tips that you shared, Rachel. Could you please share your contact information so that listeners can reach you if they have any questions? Absolutely. You can reach me at 303-573-1170, extension 1614, or you can feel free to email me. My email address is rdudley at Denver Community Credit Union, or at denvercommunity.com. Sorry about that. And that's rd. U-D-L-E-Y at denvercommunity.coop. Thanks again. Please follow Denver Community on Twitter and Facebook for personal finance tips and community news. Our website is denvercommunity.coop slash education. Thanks for listening.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.